Alrighty, hi folks. Uh, welcome back to the Spits and Giggles podcast. This is episode three, and I am your host, Lilith. I am Pepper. And we are here today talking with uh, the owner of Relina's Vegan Bondage, uh, which is a great uh, BDSM company that has started Vegan Bondage Wear. Uh, their Instagram is Relina's Vegan Bondage, as well as their website, and we are going to dive into their mind today to see what was the inspiration behind the business and how we can order custom pieces from them. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Spits and Giggles podcast. I am your host, Lilith, and I'm here with my co-host, Pepper. How's everybody doing? And today we have a very special guest. Um, this is the creator of Relina's uh, vegan bondage. Um, it's a very interesting page that I stumbled onto on Instagram and they make some of the most beautiful vegan bondage gear that I have seen. Um, so we have invited her onto our show and we are excited to hear about the, the inspiration behind the business and kind of what goes into all of this. Um, so Relina, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, yeah, uh, well, I've been making vegan bondage gear since about 2015. Um, so I've been doing it for a little while. I just started doing it like full time about a year ago. Okay. Um, for a while it was just kind of a side gig. Yeah, um, yeah. but I quit my full time job and I've just been doing this for a little over a year now and it's been going pretty well. Um, I've been vegan since 2009, um, so long time, <laughs> uh, which is what helped inspire me start making stuff. Because when I did start to get into kink and BDSM, pretty much everything was made out of leather or cheap leather material that would fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what inspired, was it because you went vegan that it inspired you to start this vegan bondage kind of co corporation? And because I, I really, honestly, I haven't seen anybody else really doing that yet. Um, well, I mean, I was vegan for a long time before I started doing this. Yeah. Um, when I started, there definitely was not very many vegan options available for bondage gear, leather gear. Um, there was like a few small people doing it like on Etsy and whatnot. Um, there's definitely more people doing it now, I would say, than there was when I started back in 2015. Yeah. So I think it's become a lot more accessible from like, some major companies and from like smaller creators like myself. Yeah, and so um, you said you quit your full-time job. Um, how was that transition? When did you kind of decide that you were ready? Um, well, I worked for like a year and a half through like the height of the pandemic oh, in gosh. a retail store and oh. it was awful and yes. the customers were awful and <laughs> everything about it sucked. Um, and I was just trying to save up my money so that if I quit and this didn't work out. I wouldn't be out on the street. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just worked a ton of hours, did a bunch of overtime through the pandemic and just finally got fed up with dealing with people face to face. Yeah, I, I <laughs> um, can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah and then I just kind of made the leap and hit it um so do you operate alone or do you have anybody who helps you with your pieces um it's just me wow um I mean I have friends that help me sometimes with like photography or modeling yeah um, but as far as like the business side of things and making and designing things is just myself and where do you actually get your materials from and, and when when um for for people who don't know like what is it that makes it vegan obviously i know it means that it doesn't come from an animal so what is the substitute um and where do you get your your supply your products from um yeah so it's all synthetic materials i use a like coated webbing okay so you know like webbing that would be like on a belt or like a safety harness or something but it has like a pvc coating on it that is leather textured okay um, so it's really soft it's super strong um it's made in the u.s it's typically used for um like equine like horse tack equipment um so it's easy to clean it doesn't absorb things like leather does <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so it doesn't ever like smell um you can just wash it with soap and water or alcohol um and it's super strong too that's good those are all good good yeah, things <laughs> that you want and um do you do you find yourself getting a lot of custom order orders now or or more orders of just what you put out on your site recently it's been a lot more custom orders for a while it was more just orders for my site that's slowed down quite a bit the past couple months um but i've still been getting like bigger custom orders so that's been working out well what would you say your favorite custom piece, or do you have a favorite custom piece that you've done um yeah a few months ago i finished a pony saddle for somebody yes uh, that was definitely the biggest commission that I've taken on. Wow. Yeah, that's um, big. Yeah, so that took me a while to make and it was probably one of the coolest things that I've made so far. Yeah. I've only made one of them so far. <laughs> that's good. And um uh, and so typically how how long did you say that piece took you? That one probably took me like 3 or 4 months. Wow. Okay, um, that's long. But that was a pretty big project yeah. with also working on all my other orders while working on that too so and um do you like your plan for expansion in the future so um you're you have quite a quite a bit of followers um do you ever plan on on setting up a in-store shop or you just want to stay predominantly online um predominantly online uh i would like to have some gear in a shop yeah but i don't really have any goals of running a retail store yeah yeah um, that, that, that makes sense after coming out of retail <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um it is nice just being able to deal with people online and through emails and um i mean all my customers are super nice and great and it's like a totally different industry than i came from so yeah. i think overall the customer base is a lot better because people are like really seeking out the things that I'm making. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially people that are looking for durable gear and vegan gear. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and so on your site, you have these awesome model shots. Um, are those people that you know that have agreed or do you ever get people who order your products and send you pictures that you feature on the site? Um, on my website, it's mainly friends that have modeled for me. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anybody on my website that's someone that ordered stuff. Definitely on my Instagram. Like, yeah, I post a lot of people that order stuff and then send me pictures. Um, but on the site, it's mainly friends. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're so you're doing this mostly solo. Do you find that you have a hard time kind of between the work balance and the life balance yet? Or you do a good job of balancing the two? Um, It's definitely difficult. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> before, at least when I was doing it as like a side gig, I would have, you know, my regular work schedule that I would go to and then work on stuff when I had time to do it. Now, since I'm just doing this, yeah. I'm not that great at making my own schedule, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so it's definitely a learning curve and some weeks I'm better at it than others. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so one thing that we like to touch base on the podcast is like common misconceptions about the alternative lifestyle. And is there anything like about your business that you want people to know or things that you wished people knew more about? Um, just because people look at our lifestyle sometimes and can be, can, you know, misconstrue it for violent or strange. And is there anything that you wish people knew more about the lifestyle? Um, yeah, I mean, I think kind of what you're saying is a lot of people seeing it as being kind of violent. Yeah. I think a lot of people just view bondage and BDSM as something that has to include pain, um, where like I do make some things obviously that are designed to cause pain, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Um, floggers and I make some collars that actually have spikes on the inside. I saw those. Those are so interesting to me. Um, I I hadn't seen one yet. <laughs> that they're beautiful and I, I get the idea behind them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people assume that it BDSM has to be painful and it definitely does not. And there's a lot of areas of kink that don't involve pain whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you classify yourself as a submissive or dominant? Do you, you know, do you feel like you fall into either? Are you a switch? Um, I'm definitely a sub leaning switch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like I, in the beginning I was definitely a sub, but I find myself leaning more to the, towards the switch side just because I'm kind of curious. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. do you have any advice for people first getting into the community or, or, things that you wish you would have known when you first kind of got into this? Um, I mean, I think one of the big things is learning to communicate really well. Yeah, boundaries, um, huh? Boundaries and just what your intentions are and the other people's intentions. Um, I mean, when I first kind of got into this. I had a mistress that was like long distance um, and didn't really have much communication beforehand. It was yeah. kind of, I was young and it was kind of just 
um, you're going to do what I say now. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fun for a little while, but then once we actually met in person, it wasn't yeah. that great. And it was kind of a bad first experience in the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so definitely like laying out what you're looking for and what the other person's looking for. Um, and yeah, just communication. Yeah, yeah. And uh, down in Southern California, is there a big community, a big alt-life community down there, BDSM community? Yeah, um, especially like in LA. Yeah, I've seen um, some of the parties that kind of happen down there. Yeah, there's a lot of parties. There's a number of different dungeons. There's events going on all the time, um, both like educational events and play parties and all kinds of stuff. Um, I live in Long Beach and Long Beach has like a really big queer community as well. Um, I don't really see too many events happening in Long Beach, but I think they've been getting a little bit more popular recently. That's awesome. And um, so what's your plan for expanding in the future? And and lastly, just want to finish up on how our viewers and listeners can order from you um, and, and like time frame for custom pieces and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, for expanding, I definitely want to like make more designs, do some more like heavy bondage gear and some suspension gear. Oh yeah, that would um, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like it's tricky with like insurance and liability though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I definitely want to like get some gear in like a sex shop at some point. Um, I just haven't really made the leap yet to contacting anybody. Yeah. Um, as far as ordering, I have a website relinasveganbondage.com and I have my Instagram as well where I post a lot of the things that I make um, and you can talk, contact me through there or my email through my website um, what was the last part of the question? Um, I, I, oh yeah for a custom piece what can um, what can people expect on a time frame for that? Um, yeah, it really depends on what it is, like custom collars and gags and smaller things, usually like a few weeks. Um, harnesses, like a month or two. It also depends on how much of it I have to design, if it's like a new design or if I need to track down hardware and get it in. Um, so a few weeks to a few months, depending on, on what it is. Well, that, that is amazing. All of this is, is great. Um, I love watching your work on Instagram. I'm definitely going to order a piece from you soon, and hopefully some of our followers will. Um, so thank you for coming on. Again, the way that you can order this custom vegan bondage gear is uh, Relina's Vegan Bondage online. You can do it through Instagram as well. Um, and I think, um, unless Pepper has any follow-up questions. No follow-up questions for me. Thank you very much. I think we are done for the day. Um, so as always, we want to tell our users to go fuck yourselves. And you could take that as go masturbate and have an orgasm on us today. Or if you don't really like us, you could take it any other way you'd like. Um, <laughs> thank you to all of our listeners. And we will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.